0: Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Do you find yourself constantly reacting to the things that happen to you and around you? Or are you able to respond in a way that gives you the behavior that you want? Hi, this is Grant Herbert, Emotional Intelligence Speaker and Trainer of the Year and Master Coach Trainer. And today I wanna continue our conversation around all things social and emotional intelligence by helping you to manage your response to your emotions. Over the last few weeks, we've been talking about emotional intelligence. We've been talking about the basics and the first quadrant of self-awareness. We looked at being able to be more emotionally self-aware, knowing which emotion we were going through in the moment and why. We looked at being more accurate in being able to assess where we were on our journey from where we are now to where we want to go in terms of our emotional intelligence. And then we looked at what I believe to be the most important and foundational competency of all the 26 that I work in, and that is personal power. We went through a journey from limiting beliefs and unhealthy dialogue to feeling more confident and having more self-worth, being able to set boundaries and to keep them and to say yes and no appropriately. Emotional intelligence is the ability to be aware of your emotions in the moment, and then to use that information to manage your behavior. We've talked before about it being really, really important to realize that it's not about suppressing emotions, it's not about ignoring them, and it's not about managing them. What it's about is navigating those emotions and then managing the response that comes from that emotion. An emotion is a physiological cue in our body that tells us that something is going on internally. How we interpret that, how we label that, how we think about that will determine how we feel. How we continue to navigate that particular emotion will determine whether that feeling changes and escalates or whether we're able to manage our responses to what we're feeling in that moment. The second quadrant of emotional intelligence is all about self-management. It's no use having that level of self-awareness if we don't then do something with it. It's in fact even more frustrating to know what emotion we're going through and then not be able to regulate how we navigate it. Every single one of us is responsible for our behaviour. We are responsible for the way that we respond to those things that are around us. So the first thing I want us to do is to understand a little bit of a semantic that I look at And that is the difference between a reaction and a response. A lot of people will say, don't overreact. What I like to do is tweak that a little bit and only react to those things that are an emergency. However, in the regulation of what I do, coming out of a feeling that came from an emotion I always want that to be a response. Now, the key to this is being able to understand how our brain operates. Looking at the brain in just simple terms for the understanding here, I'm no neuroscientist, is going to help us to understand why we behave the way we do and then be able to regulate our behaviour. All data that comes into our brain comes in via the thalamus which is in the limbic brain, what they commonly call the emotional brain. And then it distributes that information to various parts of the brain, including the prefrontal cortex, which is the executive command centre in the front of our brain, just behind your forehead. Along with many other things, one of the purposes of our prefrontal cortex is emotional regulation. What that allows us to do is to make sure that we do respond to those things that are happening around us rather than react. So when that data comes into the thalamus, comes into the limbic brain, the emotional brain, it then goes to two places. It goes to the amygdala, which are two almond-shaped nodes, one on each hemisphere, that are designed to act like a thermostat, like a warning signal regulator. It also sends the data to the neocortex and to the prefrontal cortex. Now, what happens is when the amygdala senses that based on a previously highly charged emotional memory, that there's something to be concerned about, there's something that we need to fight or flight from, then what it'll do, is block all that slow thinking going to our prefrontal cortex. So instead of us getting a response that comes from our logical brain, we react emotionally. So now that you have a basic understanding of how the brain works and how it processes how we think and behave around our emotions, let's take a look at three key principles that we need to understand so that we can then have a healthy response. Number one is that we need to engage the logical brain. When we respond, it's a logical response. We've processed and navigated the emotion We've taken our gut feelings, our heart feelings, how it is that we've interpreted what that emotion is, and we have channeled that through the executive command center in the brain so that it can actually make a logical response. So to do that, we need to make sure that we engage in language and processes that are logical. Now, you've probably heard the old count to 10. I used to think that, that was just to give you space before you responded. And it is. What I've since found out, as I've studied this over the years, is that more than that, counting is a logical process. So by counting to 10, we are actually lighting up the neural pathways in the neocortex, in the logical brain. So over the coming weeks, I'm going to teach you some strategies on how to regulate your behaviour. So the first thing we want to understand is being logical is the baseline of being able to make that happen. Number two is to recognise triggers. We all have things that trigger certain thinking patterns, certain behaviours. And the way that our brain is wired is by those synaptic connections and neural pathways being built. And over a period of time of having an initial thought, we can go to a learned behavior in one 250,000th of a second. So, by recognizing what buttons that we have that, when pushed, will take us from this thought to an unhealthy behavior, is vital if we're able to tweak and adjust the way that we respond to those emotions. To do that, we need to be highly attuned to our emotions. We need to, as we learnt back in emotional self-awareness, understand which emotion we are going through in that particular moment. We need to be able to label those effectively and accurately so that we don't feel that we are this emotion when it's actually a different one. A lot of times people might say, I am angry, when really they started off being frustrated or something totally different. So we need to make sure that we increase the vocabulary, that we understand, to recognize when those different triggers, Are being pushed. Once we do that, we're then able to deploy certain strategies to get a different response to what we used to do. And number three is to give yourself space to change. As I said, our neural pathways have been developed over a period of time. So the way that you behave now is based on the conditioning in your brain. So to be able to change that and get a different response now, it's going to take incremental change on a day-to-day basis. Give yourself time to build these new neural pathways. Recognise the things that you want to change, the behaviours that are not serving you. The triggers and reactions that are in your life right now that you want to shift, reject those as being helpful and then replace them with new strategies. Then repeat that new process over and over again until your brain is rewired with a new pattern that says, when this now happens, I now go here instead of where I used to go before. So there are the three. Concepts that we need to understand before I can take you on a journey and give you the actual strategies over the coming weeks. When we learn to respond to what's going on around us in a healthier way, we have more energy, we have more fun, it's good for us, it's good for the people around us, and it's good for the greater good. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week where we look at the first competency of self-management, which is behavioral self-control, where we go deeper into a five-part strategy to help you to actually regulate your responses to those things that you're currently reacting to. Make sure that you subscribe, that you're here each week, and if you've missed anything that we've done, go back, go through those, and get yourself ready to come in next week when we talk about regulating your behavior. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, Stay safe, enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.